0: China.
1: Like China. Yo, yo, this is Just- Justin B. Bieber Hey, hey
0: it's Ariana Grande Just The Interviews A Zach Sang
1: Show exclusive podcast How you guys doing? Hey, that? Sorry for late, being late That's alright We're How doing good How dare you How f***ing well, dare, <laughs> <I'm laughs> dare you No,
2: it's fine I've been like uh, dealing with life stress So actually I'm really happy that you took What's a up minute. with your What life? happened to your life? I'm like getting a dog Which is a good thing Yeah, what kind did you get? I'm rescuing a French bulldog Good for you Dan claims I'm not rescuing but it's not it's not a real rescue. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> a it's a fake rescue. No. Okay. The breeder has been fostering the dog because the the original parents of the dog for 2 years couldn't take care of it any longer and instead of giving it to the shelter they just gave it back to the breeder.
1: Oh, no, interesting. That, that
3: counts. So he's yeah. rescuing it, but it's at the breeder's house. It's not like in a cage. Yeah, oh yeah.
0: my
2: gosh, yeah.
3: It's a
1: half rescue. Yeah, yeah.
0: I give him <laughs> honorable. I like, give him like seventy-five yeah. percent rescue
1: <laughs> credit.
2: I'll take it, and yeah. I'll donate to to get to a hundred. That's 100. exciting,
1: though. You're gonna have a great time.
2: I, I, you're a dog owner.
1: Yeah, yeah, I love it. You have a golden Happiest retriever. Thing. Yeah, yeah, she's my baby. Yeah. I almost brought her. You on this whole day, but yeah, there's, she wouldn't be. That wouldn't. That's she not hates her vibe. press. Yeah.
2: <laughs> who hates press more, your dog or you? Me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, by the way, hello, beautiful human. Um, Dan's here. And, yeah, uh, Alex and Drew are here. The Chainsmokers. All right, what's up? You are here for a reason. You, you, uh, hopefully, <laughs> there's no reason why we're here. They're just hanging out today. Yeah. You can sit there all day. I'll yeah. probably leave at a certain point. Um, but great record. all you, mine. Thanks, BB Rex on that. What shit. do you Let's think go. about it? I I vibe with it. I yeah. really like it a lot. Mm. And I needed I need another BB. I need a follow up to Last raw. Mm. I think it's the right collaboration to follow Five Seconds of Summer. Sure.
0: Yeah, we've been trying to do a song with her for, for like ever. Like we were, we were recalling earlier that she was the not only like the first like artist we ever like worked with in person. Yeah. But also the I think the first like songwriter session we ever did was with her. It,
2: so, Drink It About You is the record you're, you're talking about. The first song... Well, you- no, we remixed. We actually didn't ever
0: make anything in that set particular session. But, like, first time we, like, went to go work with, like, someone who wrote songs or an artist or whatever.
2: W- when you first met with her, were you writing for her or were you working for somebody else? I think we were just
0: trying to do something because I think we had... No, we... Ha- okay, we did the I Can't Stop Drinking About You remix later. But we had just remixed Cash Cash's Take Me Home, which she sang. Which was, her. I think, her first, like... Yeah, so, like songs. time she got her voice on a hit or mm-hmm. something mm-hmm.
2: so okay y- you meet her wrapped around a remix and, and yeah. you, but you guys write the different beginning stages of your careers at the same time w- what did you recognize in her that you knew was different and that you knew I mean somebody- she's just
0: an insane songwriter and her like I mean her I mean partially why the reason we have her like really like, needed her to do this song is cause like her vocal ability is like pretty unmatched in like today's like pop climate like she can what do we what is it
1: called the she's like the, the highest level, yeah. we call
0: her the tony soprano <laughs> yeah yeah because we don't uh it's like that she, there's some kind of crazy thing like her Brian, Ma- Carey have this like quality in common
1: mm-hmm. but,
0: yeah we need to get yeah. more literate and
1: but yeah and she's also like very <laughs> she's like technique. very confident you know what i mean oh, like yeah. and she, the way her like brain thinks it's like endless songwriting you know what i mean she, she can like write personal songs, but she could also like step outside them and just write like really amazing songs that are just amazing songs, you know. Which is something that like and for not, other people too, yeah, exactly we, for other people. When we
0: met her, she was doing. She, t- I remember the first session we ever did. She goes, "I have the song that I think is going to be a Eminem Rihanna song." And we were like, "Sure you do." <laughs> sure enough, Monster came out, and she was on her way,
1: followed by like seven or eight
2: yeah.
0: other big
1: ones. Yeah. So
2: her ability to write poems, like, and that's where a lot of them start. She sat on the couch, and she's just recited them. They're Mm -hmm. so beautiful, and Mm -hmm. they're very raw, and and you hit something. Her confidence is really unique, but it's it's her confidence matched with her sense of groundedness, and and the fact that, like, when you hang with her to, like, when you see her on social, she's just like everybody else in the best possible way.
1: Sure. Yeah. And there's, like, a perfect mixture of, like, crazy, which you'll, like, fully admit in there that, like, makes it all just so interesting, because it's not, like, Predictable, yes. You know what I mean. Like when we were shooting, she's like, "Just be warned, like this could go any way at any time." <laughs> you know what I mean. She's <laughs> up
2: there rocking leather, like doing a whole strip routine.
1: Yeah, yeah, she's yeah. awesome. She looks great. Uh, yeah.
2: Who pitches that concept? Where does that video concept start?
1: We were, we had a couple treatments that we were really into, and then we were, but we, you know, we also know that she she's like as much as part of the song as we are. So we sent her like ones we liked, and she was just like, the one where I kill you. And <laughs> that was, that was it. Okay,
0: well, what about no, the yeah. one that I kill you? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> was it always in reverse? No. But, well, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. yeah,
1: yeah. The concept was always reverse. Well, when we shot it, it was. We yeah.
2: Didn't... You, you didn't actually walk backwards? <laughs> that, was, that was a
1: lame joke. Yeah. <laughs> 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 but we were saying when we first saw the first cut, obviously, like, there's a couple of edit edits to it and like there's a shot they had in there where it looks like because you don't know the context yet and it just looks like Drew and me are napping on each other <laughs> like, to like start the whole music video and we're like I don't know like, <laughs> not that there's anything wrong with dudes napping on each other but <laughs> I don't like, it like sets the song up the right yeah. way um,
2: it doesn't it's hard to really attach the two yeah 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 um so the the actual lyrics of the song does it start in a session that, that does it start from nothing you guys getting together or did somebody bring a lyric to the table what Yeah, well it?
0: we worked on the song with uh Ali Tamposi, uh Andrew Watt and Steve Mack, who it's like kind of like a all-star song. Plus us and BB, it's like real like all-star combination.
2: Yeah. Now are um, you in the studio at once together or So,
0: well, but in a bunch of different pieces. So, uh this, Ali, Steven, um Andrew started the song and then sent it to us and we're like okay I think we can do something with this but like it can't sound anything like this but there were like there was some magic to it and we've had this song for what like yeah, easily a year probably over a year just trying to like get it right like moving stuff around like um, just writing new pieces of music like pieces of lyrics like just trying to get everything like in the right order and it took like six months probably to get to that point get the production where we like thought it was cool whoa I, and then that's, sometimes we do a song in, like a day but like this one just took a long time
2: but but that's a common thread through some of the collaborations because it was the same thing as five seconds of summer like that that, yeah, that took a while l- yeah long time to do mm-hmm.
0: yeah that is true I guess our last two big collaboration songs oh I mean we've had a lot of yeah like, this feeling was like so much music <laughs> this feeling was like written in a day and
1: then you produced it like yeah like two days later yeah um, you know so it's, I guess it really is just always different um, it also depends, like, how many cooks are in the kitchen, though, because, like, yeah, that's true like too. a lot of the time, like, obviously, like, ultimate respect to, like, Ali, Andrew, and Steve, but, like, they can tell us, you, like, need to work on this more, or make it more like this, or do this, whereas, like, this feeling was just, like, in-house, so it's, like, if we're happy with it, we're happy with it, you know what I mean, and then we'll tinker with it, obviously, it's not just, like, you just... Are like that was good, here it is. Yeah. um, but yeah, like when there's other people in it, you uh, like wait for feedback. They like you yeah, know, they have
2: a lot invested. what's everyone's,
1: yeah, yeah. everyone's song? You want to be respectful mm-hmm. of everyone who's worked on it, you mm-hmm.
2: know, and you want that because that's kind of the challenge, right? I guess, when they push you and and it's yeah, like yeah. A give and a take. I guess,
1: I mean, everyone has a different skill set and thing they're like really good at, especially you know, like when you look in certain camps of people that like are writer camps, it's like, oh, this guy's the best guy for drums. This guy isn't a lyrics person, but he can, like, crush harmonies. Or this guy is the best vocal producer, period, like, Louis Bell. You know, so there's just, like, um, you know, there's different people who offer the thing. And then you learn a lot from it because you're like, oh, that was actually, like, a great idea. Or, you know, like, I'm glad you forced me to spend an extra week on this, you know, ultimately. Sometimes you're just like, no, you're an I hate this (laughs) and then you have to push back too you know what I mean because it's like because they have
2: to respect you just like you respect them
1: exactly and that's a cool thing about this whole process
2: isn't it kind of weird that like as you've progressed and your original hits right they were just you guys and it it started maybe a little bit more organically and and you, you do you feel like you still know what a hit sounds like because there's so many it's a different creative it's a different creative process now
0: uh, it's not really. Um, At all? It's all, well, What? what's, di- well, you're right in that it's different, but yeah. every, it's not that it's different now and from then, it's that every song is different. Like, Alex was just talking about, like, everyone has, like, a different set of skills, and depending who we work on a song with, whether it's an artist, a writer, a producer, whatever, you kind of, we've learned to be very malleable, and show up and be like, you know, we might have to write, play guitar today, make Like, make beats today, write lyrics today, you know, you try to figure out how to get the most out of every, like, musical experience you have with somebody. So, there are songs to this day that are just us. As there were when we started, and there are songs when we started that were, like, we wrote, like, Don't Let Me Down with Emily Warren. um, Who's now a frequent collaborator with us, as you know. Um, And this feeling was, like, just us and Emily, you know.
2: What fuels the, the the want to get something out of a session? Is it the fact that you have to create a lot of music, which you brought up, because of how people consume it today? Like I, you, you no, want to make it. We worth definitely it? pay
0: attention to like the way people consume things. But what's lucky for us is like as you can. So we're like as you know, we this is our second like building album concept where we put out a bunch of songs and they make up a compilation or they make up an album. And the reason for that being, like, we want to put out albums because we believe in, like, chapters of an artist's career and this is the phase that we're in. But the way that we we write and produce all the time, not because, like, we need to, like, come up with a new song because, like, you know, everyone just, like, wants more and more stuff. It's more of, like, which it may be true, but it's more like we're always touring, we're always producing. We don't want to, like, you know, I feel like when we put all of our effort into one song at a time, it just, we get a better product.
2: So, how long, top to bottom, did it take you to create World War Joy, and is the album done?
1: No, it's not done. It's it's probably just about halfway, like, the fifth song, I think. Wow. So, I mean, we can call it whenever. you know what I mean? But, like, we definitely, I know we have at least three more songs for it, and that will probably become more. But that's what, but, like, that's another thing, is that, like, sometimes you have zero songs and you're like what is the next song and you're like i don't know you know what I mean? and then there are yeah. times like now where it's like we actually have a really good idea of what the next three songs are going to be yeah and they're like really far along which is probably the best position to be in because you have the flexibility to feel it out like maybe you know hopefully call your mind turns into this a great song that we can like let everyone enjoy for a second and then you know what i mean versus being like here's another one you know what i mean and we don't also put music out every month just because we hope that one becomes a hit and then the second one does We, like, stop releasing music. It's more just, like, uh, you have to, if the song becomes a hit, like, people are, like, stop. You know what I mean? Mm Because you might, like, be doing yourself a disservice.
2: By putting out something new and distracting people. Yeah, yeah, exactly.
1: Marinating this for a second. Exactly. So, Which, by the way, everyone kind of tells
0: us to slow down, but we want to put this stuff out, too. (laughs) Because we care more about, like, what our fans want, you know? And we have, like, a relationship with them that's, like... They know we're putting out music – they know we're writing stuff constantly, and they want more, like, records for us, and we want them to hear them, so.
2: It starts with them, number one, and, like, the people who usually have to play catch-up or could get easily distracted are the old people on radio. (laughs) Um, So, like, to be honest, like, those are the people that are – they're always behind the eight ball no matter what you're doing. Yeah, yeah. You get what I'm saying? They're always going to play catch-up, and their catch-up is going to be based on what your fans do, and then what your fans create – sparks a record and
1: absolutely i mean you love when something like an artist like billy osh it's like i mean i'm literally probably until like some person was like an old person was like have you seen this girl's instagram my kids won't (laughs) stop talking about her you know what i mean and it's like and it's like we have to put her on the radio this doesn't sound like anything that's been on the radio you know what i mean and then it's like and then now we hear you know bad guy everywhere And it's like, but that was like someone late to the party being like, we have to put this on the radio, but this is not, I don't know if this is a pop song or an alternative song. We're always
2: late to the party pretty much. But I mean,
1: that's not your fault either. Like, I mean, I don't think like necessarily like everything is like reflective of what people are listening to. Like, I don't remember if it was here, we were talking about the charts last time where it's like, if you're not on the Spotify charts, does that like matter to you? And it's like, of course you want to be on the charts. But like, you also think about, we were just listening to Rufus on the way over here. Who are amazing, and it's like their biggest song has like, hundred million streams or something. You know what I mean? And like they have, fifteen amazing records. You know what I mean? And but that, that like
2: one stands out, and the other are hovering in a, a couple million or whatever. Yeah, but like
1: they can sell out three nights at the shrine, no problem. You know what I mean? So it's like that doesn't. You know what I mean? There's like this disconnect between all everything.
2: But that's also the difference between, I, uh, okay. I think the internet is the ama- most amazing thing that happened to happen to us and Mm -hmm. it's also as much a blessing as it is a curse Mm -hmm. any artist can go out there and find an audience now because it exists there's i think there's a lot of room for artists to showcase their music and have a chance to get out there and Mm -hmm. be able to build fan bases but i don't but radio should reflect that a little bit more at least pop radio it should be more reflective of all genres as opposed to sticking to just like whatever they have created in their head as their own.
0: Radio is the most complicated thing that I, I don't think I'll ever fully understand.
2: Mm-hmm. It's because so It's subjective.
0: Rund- well, like it's so like what ex- uh, the current model of like especially terrestrial radio now exists. Like uh, it's all like analytics
1: driven. Yeah. So it's like I, I don't even but, like, throw like strange analytics. analytics like call this person and yeah, they'll it, just the like play five seconds of the song and then they call decide it. if the research is good or not. Yeah. And yeah. then that like reflects back to you guys somehow and then you decide if you add two spins to it, you know what I mean? And those two spins add up across the whole country, which then moves us up to like, you know, 12 from 13, and it's like, and that is a big deal, you know what I mean? Uh, but you can't, you can't deny it. I mean, we like see oh. it though, like, and we, but like what we see when we go to Vegas is like, as like Vegas, let's call it like the melting pot of society, totally. you know what I mean? And, you know, we could, it takes forever for a popular song. Like, even if you see it at number one on Spotify, oh for like three weeks, four weeks, to like actually make its way into the club, which is like kind of what radio reflects. Yeah, because more it needs to
2: anything. break the the mainstream. It needs to really like weave its way in. It's exactly. Crazy. But you'd think
1: a number one record on Spotify that's been there for like a month would be like everyone knows the song now, you know? It's but it's not the case. And it's like it took like
0: I think maybe nine months for us to be able to play Mo Bamba in <laughs> Vegas. Yeah. Really? Like we kept trying it out, and you'd think like that's like a that's a party record. That's yeah. a that comes on and everyone gets super hype. Like. It just popped off, like, like four months ago. Yeah. You know? But see, you know.
2: That gives you the—I'm telling you, any sort of DJ where you're picking music, whether it's your own music or somebody else's music for a live audience that's standing in front of you, yeah. and a house like freaking Vegas that is the crossroads of the entire world. Yeah, yeah. Dude, you learn about music saturation.
1: It's also how, tough when you have to play your own music, and you're like, okay, we're going to sit on this one for this. a couple more yeah. months that's before it. this one starts yeah. getting fun here, and then you play it, and you're like— Thank God we've reached the, (laughs) you know...
2: (laughs) Because you have your own gauge in-house that you're reminded of constantly. Is that... Is that hard when you have to drop one of your own records or play somebody else's record instead of yours in this? Yeah, stack? I mean tonight or, we're gonna
1: play Call You Mine, and that's yeah, gonna be a, like an interesting reaction. You know what I
2: not mean?
0: Same <laughs> because like I also don't sing on it on it, yeah. so like yeah. on records that I sing, I can at least perform. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But like it is tough when you're like at the club, but the record slaps and it's gonna. I, I think it's gonna sound really good in yeah. the club. So
3: didn't you guys play Baby Shark the other day?
0: Oh yeah, yeah. Have you heard Would that you,
3: edit we played? I just saw a quick clip of you guys doing <laughs> it.
1: Did you see with like uh, you, it goes into it goes into Sandstorm? It goes into Sand. Storm, really? it is so lit. Shout out to Jaws, yeah, yeah,
2: yeah, Jaws I, made it, but it's, it's so, so good it's and like it, it's those...
0: ridiculous. But we play it at the perfect time of night. It's like ninety minutes in the set. It's like three a.m. Everyone's blacked out, and it <laughs> comes on. <laughs> yeah, how much fun about Vegas is like. Everyone, like a lot of people are like, oh, it's an older audience too. So, like, everyone like, has kids. So, they like know this song. <laughs> yeah. And, like, we had, like, literally, that was uh, Russell Westbrook came with us to Vegas last weekend. No big And big deal. he was like, that was probably like the one song that he like popped off for the most. The <laughs> entire, <laughs> he's got three kids. He's yeah. like, he's like all about it. Yeah. Know?
2: What is your job in that moment? Is it to give people a good time? Is it to solely reflect culture as it relates to everybody?
0: In Vegas? Yeah. Vegas is a party. I mean, Like our job everywhere else is different than Vegas because Vegas is like, I mean, we're always trying to create a great experience where people have a great time. But people are in Vegas for the sole reason that they want to like let loose with their friends, their family for a special occasion. And we understand that like we might they might be at our club because they're staying at the hotel um, because they heard that their friends were going. They might not necessarily be a Chainsmokers fan. So we still want those people to have a good experience, like, at our show. And so we were very open to play. You got to kind let of your, let your ego go and be like, what's going to be the most fun lineup of records? And it's left us with a really eclectic set of, like, we'll still play dubstep. We'll still play, like, that likes way too hard to play in, like, an L.A. club or whatever. Um, We'll still, like, get up and sing our songs, But then we'll play, like, King Baby Shark or, like, uh, We Are the Champions, the whole thing. You know what I mean? Just because, like... But like, you play at the right time, and you mix them all together, it's, it makes for a great party. Mm-hmm.
2: Does that knowledge of how people react to those records, whether they be present records or nostalgic records, does that affect the way you create and the sound you end up going for?
0: I feel like it'd be, like, naive to say it doesn't, but I don't ever think about that. I think about, like, what would I want to hear, you know? So, I just, like, it, it's just, and that's what it is. And, like, there, there are things that we love like love that aren't we just can't play don't fit anywhere in that vegas
1: set yeah like kills you slowly it's like we just can't play that song in our <laughs> set you know what I mean? and, and but and we do get so great remixes good. and we rely heavily on like the dance music community to like uh, you know like we still reach out to like you new and young producers to to remix our songs that come out and like a lot of times those songs are become what we play in our set you know cuz you know like we'll play like the verse of the original and then like use their drop which is like much more energetic and it's cool that you know we've been doing that for a long time and it's like very helpful to have that, but yeah, I mean, that was like when we let go of the idea of like this doesn't have a drop. Who's gonna? What DJs are gonna support us? It's like when everything started working for us. To be honest with you, yeah, it uh, was kind of crazy.
0: <laughs> and like, I love Beach House, and I love Bonaventure, and I love uh like Vampire Weekend, and like you know Death Cab for Cutie. I'm just like spitting out random people that like you can never drop one of their records in the club. It just wouldn't work. But like. I'm still heavily influenced by them in in our music. Like, there's a lot of, like, things that I pull from the artists that I love that have a place in our songs that don't have a place in
1: our live set.
3: But can't you remix one of those songs... And make it your own that has a drop in it?
1: We talked about doing a remix album next year. Yeah. Because we kind of missed it. Like, <laughs> picking our, like, 15 favorite songs. I don't know if at the time or maybe over, like, the last year. That's cool. And, like, putting it doing, like, a... Because, like, that's what we started doing. And yeah. it's, like, really fun for your live shows to have, like, something that's, like, original to you. But also, like, people are super just familiar and down to sing. Yeah. Um. But, yeah, I mean, we love... I mean, it's just, like, the time of it. It's, like, you really have to commit to it. Because we were, like, scoring a movie right now. We're working on our live show that's coming up. Uh, we're working <laughs> on our album. We're working on another s- secret musical project that's going on. Jesus. Uh, you know, and that's just, like, scratching the surface. Yeah, we're trying to sell two, f- two... We just sold two projects
0: with our TV and film company. Like <laughs> Congratulations. Like <laughs> Thank thing. you. Or is it the Whoa. Paris movie you guys are making? So that's, that's in development. We just were... Getting Offers on two more, but I want to say because it's
1: not official yet. Yeah, Are they we got the offers, but they're not pa- pa- papered yet That's the difference. Yeah, yeah exactly. But wow. we're, okay. and we're doing the score, which is official I don't, but, Well, but, until it's until it's official official, but yeah, yeah. we're scoring movie, our first movie, which is really exciting We've never and done hard it. Yeah,
2: yeah, that's like a whole new mountain yeah. to climb. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and one of the things I was curious about and I want to get back to the drops in a second but how you challenge yourself because you've been doing this type of creation and this type of art for a while that's how
1: yeah exactly and, and i mean i feel like we, i mean when you dip your hand into something else and then you go back to music we were talking about the other day we were like what if we like next time we get like a roadblock why don't we like put up our pull up our favorite scene from a movie and think about like I what god about that idea it's what really we would one. like how we would like what song we would make for this mo- like uh moment mm-hmm. and, and uh and we have never done that before but like we would have never have kind of come to that conclusion unless you know we were making music to a scene 100%. that we were like familiar with 100% I forgot yeah. about that. that's a great idea
2: well because then it's like it, it's almost like empathy in a sense like you can it, you're not writing about yourself you're yeah. kind of putting yourself in somebody else's shoes and, yeah and, the right and instead of, of like movie.
0: grabbing a guitar or keys and, or a sound of being like uh, hitting it and being like oh this sounds kind of good it's like you can watch something and be like how does this make you feel and then that will direct how you
2: mm-hmm. how you do it
0: you know um, so yeah great
2: idea that- <laughs> <A> partnership <laughs> <laughs> wow, I think you have something here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're on your You're on your way. But that, I mean, scoring a freaking movie, congrats. That's sick. Yeah, yeah. We're Thanks.
0: Pa- well, it's not done yet. They haven't accepted it
2: yet. Well,
0: <laughs> so they do, don't.
2: What do you do to test that out? Like, you, you watch a couple scenes and you send it over?
0: Um, you watch the movie. Okay. Decide if it's something that you feel like is aligned with what we make and if we can add value to it, and we decided we could. Um, then you take all the music out of the film, and then you rewatch it, and you decide where it think- you think it needs music. Um, and, because it's, it's hard to, like, uh, basically they ha- they had a score in it already, by the way. Got it. Um, and then they were like, we want you guys to redo it. So we had to take everything out and just watch the movie from the beginning, and then just decide. Um, and we're working with a guy who scores movies, and uh, that kind of helps us gu- helps us, like, guide us through all that process, ah. but...
2: It's a crazy different experience watching a movie with no music
1: yeah i mean it's that's Completely. totally weird and also like you think about some of your like they had the like, great songs in some temp places like sweet disposition and like dance yourself clean and, in, like, in
0: this original yeah
1: because it's just like doesn't matter they're just like put this here so you can get like a vibe you know because they're just it's yeah. like a temp score basically and then you like take it out and you're like okay that was a really sick song <laughs> you know like sweet disposition <laughs> yeah, is like one of the best songs ever yeah that's, how do we like, just make something that sounds like it you're like i what? Yeah. yeah. You could just quickly
0: whip up like this amazing, like nostalgic 2008 moment.
1: Yeah.
0: yeah. <laughs> okay. Like,
2: you can do it. We believe in you. Yeah. And, and you got to do it while not wanting to sound exactly what they've done. You got to be course. original with yeah, it. Yeah, of course. Ooh.
0: So you try to think about how does that song make me feel and what's the tempo and feeling of it and how do, how, what would we do based on that criteria? That's so, like, e- yeah. Exciting.
3: Were you, were you say? Well, it doesn't seem like you guys are just like a DJ do anymore. It seems like you're a lot more than that
0: i'd hope so in vegas we are um but in i'd say everywhere else i mean we play like matt's an official part of the band so you're Um, would you
3: consider yourself the chain smokers a band now yeah
1: for sure we're not even djing on this upcoming tour
3: whoa
2: whoa
1: yeah whoa we figured out a way to like give people those moments dance moments but like we don't need to do it off of cdj's how it's in
0: the same it's in the same way that i'd consider i wouldn't consider Odessa. Or Flume or uh, Rufus DeSoul to be a DJ. Okay. okay, like they're up there. Then they, I mean, you're still like, essentially, you're not using CDJs. Are you're you? there's other ways. Like you, we're running, we'll probably run our entire show through Ableton, where we're queuing stuff and then affecting stuff like and then playing it. our instruments
1: exactly. Yeah, and obviously cool. we have like we'll have like we built this insane. It's like basically like as large as this, but facing our way, and it's like. Keyboards, it's like profits, yeah. moogs, like, and M- NPCs across the whole thing. Like, high keyboards. And it's like, and then, the, like, laptop screens and all sorts of stuff that, like, is going to be intense. I mean, we've never done it before. We're, we're going to get to test in Europe basically all summer and, like, perfect it. And then uh, a couple more shows in Asia. And then the first big one will be Lollapalooza um, to do this at. So we'll see how it goes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's, that's a cool stage. Yeah. Cool I, I feel good.
0: It, yeah. I mean, the set, I feel like our set... Our show, like, when everyone sees it, they'll realize it's grown up. Yeah. You know?
2: So are you—the the records that we hear at a live show starting, you know, obviously overseas in Lollapalooza, are they going to be different sounding than the records we'd hear, you know, streaming or on the radio?
0: Yeah, I mean, we always—even in our DJ sets, we'd always remix or take— that's why we get so many remixes of our songs done because we want to give— We like, people come to see us in our songs, and we perform, like, them as— but, like, we have songs, like, Closer that, like— has been done so many, like, yeah. everyone's been beaten over the head with that song. So, like, we try to, like, Re-imagined. give them that song. But then we give a new, like, edited version that you can only hear when you come to see us. Mm-hmm. Got it. So that's what's been so much work is, like, basically remaking all of our f-ing music that's already out. Right. Yeah.
2: And then learning how to, like, put it all back together every night. Right, exactly.
1: Yeah. 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 I mean, we have our Matt, you know, who's been instrumental in that. He's definitely, like, our musical director. Our drummer. Yeah. Uh, And then, you know, like, obviously, like, I've taken upon myself the last like two and a half years to like really learn piano like you know and every day two and a half hour lesson like every single day discipline and then practice i know it sucks but it's like (laughs) but i love playing piano actually so it ended up being one of the greatest things i've like taken upon me but it's like you only get better if you do it all the time you know what i mean it's not like like uh but i i try to convince myself that it's like learning the type as a kid you know what I mean? Because totally like when you that. think about typing, it's like you can do it now and put words together without mm-hmm. ever looking at the screen. I mean, music's not like t- totally different than that. You just need to practice and do it all the time.
2: Yeah, figure uh, out that muscle.
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly. But and then obviously him, same thing with him and singing. And so it's like we've really taken it upon ourselves to make it serious. But then I've, I like to think we're like super entrepreneurial. We're like we're getting involved, starting a tequila. We're like Thrive. doing all sorts of other business ventures. This we have a t- TV and film production company and. Jeez you know, that's like the stuff you get to take your head out of the music and get into and like having that become something real and exciting like makes everything feel so much more valid because it's like, you know, like we might put a song out that might not do super well but then we sell a project to a big network and you're like, that's, to me, is, like, the same thing, almost, you know what I mean? Yeah, cause it's like
2: it's a, your creation, getting out there and connecting and having success.
1: Exactly, so it's, like, we're used to only being music, but now there's all these other avenues for us to, like, express ourselves and do interesting things, which, you know, makes life more interesting and, and obviously mitigates risk.
2: <laughs> yeah, totally, but yeah. it also gives you a balance, and yeah. I think whenever you have a good balance, everything kind of works out. Do you know what I'm saying? Like yeah, yeah. When you're too, 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 too deep into something, you kind of drown in it. Yeah.
1: But I ha- agree. having a healthy
2: balance of, like, d- different stuff in life.
1: Justin Timberlake was, like, a genius with that. It was, like, you know, crushed it in sync days, then, like, went off to do his solo career. Then was, like, I'm going to go act. I got into, like, a couple of good movies, did a great job. Then, like, what, I guess he, like, got married, you know, started a family. Now was, like, back crushing it as a solo artist. And it has, like, what, like, all these great, inv- you know, like, businesses and stuff across him mm-hmm. And it's, like... Sit, you know what I mean like you never looked like you were stressed out about anything you know like <laughs> like or like had like trouble re- figuring out what the move was because you were always just spreading out you know like doing so many cool things
2: and I think him doing other stuff helped the music ultimately for sure because the more life you live the more you experience the more you explore and the more I don't know it, you're about to a- have a
1: dog you're, you're about to, your whole life's about to change that's right <laughs> yeah yeah
2: by the way that's I- I'm thinking about everything you're saying And I'm like wow I've been doing this for 11 years and I'm gonna spice my life up yeah. with dog yeah yeah
1: Dude, you'll never be the same ever again I in been, the best way
2: i've been sitting here doing this for 11 years
1: it's crazy no. but 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 if you think about the growth you know i mean you no, been, we're like 7 years, years in and so it's like it's wild when you think about i mean the first time we came here even you know i remember that uh the, the all the things that have changed then and, and like if all these other weird things that we didn't like try our hands at didn't you know like happen then like would we still be able to sit here so calmly and be like Life's good, you know I and mean? Or we got a lot of cool things. We are secretly freaking out, though. I yeah. Can, yeah, I can,
2: yeah. can kind of tell. <laughs> because like you, you do really want the music to to hit it. But but what is your gauge of success then? Because I would say Who Do You Love was a freaking great record. Yeah, yeah, did really freaking well.
1: I have this theory that I'm gonna we're gonna like look back at our career and like people are gonna be like. I don't, I'm trying to. can't remember, like, think of an artist that this has happened to in the past, but I feel like people are going to look back and be like, damn, they really just made, like, good music, like, all of it. You know what I mean? And, like, maybe, like, at points in their career, it didn't, some songs weren't as noticed as others.
2: But they all will get their shine. But,
1: like, eventually, like, you know what I mean? And I'm trying to think of an artist that, like, feels like that, where we, like, forgot. there. I know there's, like, plenty where uh. you, like, look back. I mean. I
2: think pl- Etta James, like, off the top of my head, like, yeah. she's been sampled more times than ever, and yeah. the most times she's sampled, you don't even know it's her.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean even like I mean this is a microcosm because I'm thinking this isn't gonna happen like next month necessarily but like <laughs> like, but back. like with the post, you know what I mean he was like obviously like White Iverson was a big huge song but like people it wasn't until uh, was it I Fall Apart or uh, probably like Congratulations yeah Congratulations came and, out that people were like this wait, song is sick let me go back and check out like uh not beer bongs and Bentley, but uh, Stony. Stony. They slept. At, people yeah. slept
0: on that entire album. Yeah, hundred later. And then it was like, and then everyone's like, "This guy's amazing." You yeah. know what I
2: mean? And I'm like, but again, late to the party because yeah. you know, mainstream yeah. is always late to the party. And you
0: can't control like being in style. Mm-hmm. All you control is like doing you. Mm-hmm. Like, we can be. We have to just be ourselves. And like, post, post, like things will go like this. Put out music that we think is dope. Work with people we think are dope that we believe in. And, like, the rest will work itself out.
3: It, well, it does seem it like all it. that, like, random let's hate on the chain smokers thing. It seems like that kind of died out, doesn't it?
0: I, I think that happens to, like, most people that are, like, have, like, a really quick, find success really quickly, which we did. Um, and that that was, like, really, it, that did, like, really bother us, too. Because you're like, what did I do? Mm-hmm. You know, like, I'm just trying, just working really hard and out here. And, like, it's now, like, in style to, like. First it was, like, six months ago, I was, like, I was in style to, like, just root for us, and now, like, <laughs> you want to sh- on us, and, like, you see that kind of, where that all sits, and, like, Alex, Alex was saying, like, over, like, your career's longevity, you're, like, oh, that was that part, and then it, you know, it doesn't really affect you yeah. anymore because you moved past it. And you
1: watch like, these art band documentaries and stuff, and it's, like, <laughs> everyone kind of had those similar moments. They're, like, I thought we were cool. <laughs> and then you know and then it's like no british yeah that's where <laughs> you're going for it but, yeah i was like a beatles <laughs> rolling stone queen dude, thing
2: this is not a marathon uh, this is a marathon a sprint so oh, like yeah. you're in it for the long run you're not in it for the short game and yeah there's going to be ups and downs it's the way it works and you're 100 percent right everybody mm. has that yeah people fall in and out of style or trend Cultures whatever the fuck it is. change like yes yeah. But you're an artist, so you have the ability to still reflect and respond to culture no matter what it is. Exactly.
1: But the worst thing you could do is chase trends, which I know we're we're just not interested in. Like, we we just can't do it because it's not fun to us to do. But, like, you see artists, you know, sacrificing a big part of their identity by being like, is this what's cool right now? Then let me latch on to, like, what that is. And that's, like, you might get a short-term spike, but it's, like, once you do that, then your fans are confused and everyone's, like you know i don't know what this guy does anymore he did that you know and that's like when you start really struggling and that's like and that being yeah. said like it's okay
0: to change yeah just like as long as it's for you really changing and like your art your art is a reflection of you mm. not a reflection of like this is cool and i'm gonna change for that reason
1: well sick boy was a little different for you guys totally but that was because we were like in a really pissed dark off. place
3: and pissed <laughs> off was that because of everything that was happening like what is this song everybody hates me
1: yeah same thing yeah, yeah. yeah. No, they are right
0: on the head with that one,
1: huh? And you know me. Those three songs were like very... Like, that could have been an EP. <laughs> yeah. That could. It could. Yeah. They so, yeah, kind of look at it like that, yeah. too, actually.
2: <laughs> if that's what that chapter represented, what does World War Joy represent?
0: It's well, So World War Joy would be, like, I guess, like, our third album. And I feel like memories and the collage and bouquet EPs that came before it that had like, the majority of our biggest songs. Um, That was kind of, like, the beginning of everything. Um, Sick Boy was, like, f*** this, like, what did we build? You know, like, what is this? Like, what is this, like, world that we've kind of brought ourselves into? Mm -hmm. Um, Do I like this? And also, who am I, you know, now? Mm -hmm. After all this, you know, like, in the beginning, you kind of, like, chase something um, and you find something that, like, is ours and I think the beginning of that chapter starts with the roses and then you find your sound. You find, like, what you want to talk about in songs. And then as soon as, like, Sick Boy came out, that was the kind of, like, okay, here we are. This feels weird. Everything is weird. <laughs> everyone is mean. Um, <laughs> like, like, what is going on? And, like, also, like, I feel misunderstood. Not only in the world, but I don't even know if I fully understand myself. So, like, please can everyone chill the out for a second while I, like, f- at least figure out my own self-identity. And I feel like World War Joy is... A combination of the two but the mature version which is we kind of know who we are we know what we're doing you know we're like kind of come out the other side from sick boy um, and I think we're more in touch with like what we really love and I don't know I'm ai I feel like the same way I'm about to turn 30 and I'm like so f-ing ready to be 30 years old mm-hmm. why because like I, I feel like 30 marks like the time where I'm like I'm like officially like a man or like I'm done listening to like other people's opinions about who I should be or what I should be. Um, I'm like more like resolute in my own moral compass. Like I know like what I think is right, what, is, what I think is wrong. Um, and I'm ready to like build and help like other people. Um, I'm like kind of entering like that phase of my life I feel like. And I feel like this album, the songs are kind of like related to that in some some way. I will help no
1: one, by the way, if you're listening, to not ask
0: me <laughs> for anything.
3: I do or, agree with that, though. People are scared to get older, but I love getting older. Like, it just, yeah. mentally, I just feel like it's so much better. Yeah.
1: yeah. I mean, obviously, guys, it's a little bit less scary, I guess, in some ways. Like, yeah. just the way society has, like, built that. But I, I totally agree. Like, there's, you know, like, I had fun in my 20s. You know exactly. what I mean, I'm still having fun in my 30s. But, like, you don't, it doesn't have to be, like, this dark Thing, you know, a no, thing where it's like oh, time to get old. serious. Yeah, time I don't time feel
3: time. like it's
0: that at all. Well, no, care. like I'll <laughs> still
3: eat peanut butter and jelly, drink Capri Suns, listen to One Direction, but like I'm That's not partying and getting. Let's waste. talk about
0: that. <laughs> well, yeah,
3: <laughs> you know, I still live like a young guy, but I'm mentally older. Like yeah. I'm not gonna get wasted and be hungover all day and yeah. waste my time. Like there's things to do in life. Yeah, yeah.
2: yeah. I'm totally On the inside, right. he's 11 years old. And isn't yeah. it just a
1: and cool title, World War Joy? Like I love it. It's <laughs> just like a cool title. Like I mean, like the core of what that represents. Like when the two together, like it's just.
0: Yeah, there's nothing but, joyful about world wars.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah but, exactly. it's like,
2: but it's kind of like but this <laughs> moment in your life. Exactly, so it's the perfect. moment
0: after the storm, after yeah. like you've kind of, you know, fought to become who you. Th- I think I'm supposed to be for the rest of my life. Mm-hmm. You know, or at least part one of that. I'm sure when I'm 40, I'll be like, nah, you didn't
2: Does- the <laughs> <f-."> <laughs> But that's getting older. <laughs> Does Sick Boy help you figure out who you are?
0: For sure. Like creating I, that. Yo, I like had to. I had to put that song out because I was so like, angry and like. You know, I don't even know if everyone, like, understood or even gave a shit where I was, like, the things I, like, said on that record. But, like, I had to say it because, like, I couldn't give an interview where, like, someone would tell what I meant um, or articulate it the way I wanted to. And I had to put it in a song. There was no other way I could, like, say, like, this is how I feel right now. This is where all my anxiety sits. And this is why. And this is the way that I've, like, come up with saying it. And it's in song form. So, I well, had to put that out.
3: I I do have to say this is the first interview we've done with you you guys where you seem like happier and more talkative and you're into it. <laughs> we <laughs> ate f- salads before
0: we got here. Okay, so maybe that that's, that's a it. big part yeah. of it. <laughs> we also have a bad relationship with press, as yeah. you guys have probably seen. Like yeah. we've been, I mean, we've said a lot of stupid. Yeah. But y- you know, our personality is like very self deprecating and also like yeah, you know, taking the piss a lot of the times. And then like you pr- you print a quote that we say you have used of, and you're like <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We that's do. crazy like that like that's still being talked about like we put that in a bio as a joke <laughs> The a second dec- day we met a decade ago. We met. a decade ago and people are still like yeah so the second Big day X. we met because
1: because every DJ in EDM, it was the
2: wikipedia yeah no,
1: no no it wasn't even that it was it was on our Facebook uh. bio the chain smokers the second day we ever met and started it we were like dude Djs are so lame like their bios are like then he, like, graced the CDJ. They were born jacks.
0: with a CDJ. Yeah, like, and the leather
1: jackets and <laughs> long hair. And so we were like, let's just write our bio, like, a total joke. You know what I mean? And we spent, like... Thirty minutes, like crafting this stupid like thing, and we put it up there, and that was it. And we never thought about it again. And like, now, literally,
0: forgot about it for five five years. Yeah, yeah. <laughs>
1: like, dude, literally, forgot it was out there, yeah. and now it's just like part of who we are. Yeah, that so, and punching each other in the face before show. Where did that? Did we just uh, say that? I don't we're know, bored that, in an interview? And yeah. in, and in, uh, <laughs> Kroger when we do like up,
0: six interviews in a row, by the end we're just making up com- like total stories. And <laughs> and and track like, Kroger.
1: Track Kroger is our mentor. Is a Wikipedia thing though. Yeah. That was someone, someone put that in, that, in that Wikipedia, which I enjoy. They're like, so tell us about Chad. We're like, who? <laughs> like like your mentor Chad. <laughs> we're like, I don't.
0: They're like, Chad who? They're like Chad Kroger. Yeah. You're like, oh are <laughs> oh,
1: <laughs> <they're laughs>
0: like in Wikipedia. Like, God damn it. So, <laughs> so I mean, yeah, that's a I really
2: mean, f-ed up prank. Yeah, yeah,
0: but I think what you were saying is <laughs> like, my ex- you know, partner did it. Like the whole. Uh, <laughs> The whole like it's fun to hate. It. Now that that's like kind of over, like we like kind of take it in stride. Like it doesn't doesn't really bother us anymore. Um, because and, those people
3: are still listening to your music. If they're at one of your shows, they're gonna Snapchat or put on their Instagram stories.
0: Yeah, I mean it's just, I mean and I I like. Stuff too. Everyone does. It's yeah. part of culture, like freaking meme culture. Like it's yeah. okay. I, think you I do particularly enjoy the meme yeah. that any two white guys could say they're the chain smokers. Yeah. That's one of my all-time <laughs> yeah, favorites. Yeah,
1: yeah. But like, you also people. you also learn that it's like, yo, this is great. Like we're sitting here talking. You know what I mean? Like you, obviously, you can like do whatever you want at the end of this with with it. Yeah, like, Zach's
0: just gonna totally. Yeah. F- so <laughs> yes.
1: But like, but like, podcasts. You know, like we sat down with Howard Stern for like two and a half hours once, He's and amazing. people were like, "That was the greatest." Interview I've ever heard with him, and you know it was just because like we got to be ourselves with him, and he's obviously who he is. He's that was the he- greatest
0: interview they heard with us. us. Yeah, no, 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 no. <laughs> <He's> <laughs> the, one of the best. Ones Did you make ever.
2: it into his book?
1: Uh, it was a very long. Inter- I think it was the
0: second longest Howard Stern interview. Yeah, but see, like which we will brag But about. like, but like you, you, like a, you do like
1: a <laughs> Rolling Stones article where they're like sitting down and they just like take your words and then you like come back and they're like, "This is the story we made for you," and you're like, "This is bull." You hung out with me for like. In four hours yeah. and you know my like whole you know what i mean you,
2: and they like, all, They take pieces of yeah. everything and they puzzle it together
1: and i don't blame them. it's their job you know what i mean like like yeah, but, but it but it's like why did we do that what the <laughs> f- did we
2: do that for yeah. you know four I mean? hours where you could have been doing something productive <laughs> exactly instead of being misquoted
1: closer to could have been happening that, you know, <laughs> but we'll never, know. <laughs>
2: well, we yeah. we never right. know what they missed out on
1: it's yeah. dude artists make songs like if they have a big song like like, would they name it too? Like how they do movies? Like yeah, that?
0: like Trapped in the Confessions Part Two.
1: True, but that, is there I've another one? That. Like, is there Part Three? No, is there like any other Part Twos besides that? Yeah, for sure. For big songs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. like Those Havana Part Two. Part two? Yeah. <laughs> You know. But maybe I, I know a
2: lot of people do that like in house. They don't do it publicly. They're not like uh
1: yeah. They just say it to their friends. Like, they don't name it the same.
2: Yeah. Now playing Havana Part Two. <laughs> yeah? Havana continued. coming to theaters this
0: summer. Continued. Yeah. You loved
2: Havana Part One. <laughs> you're
0: gonna love
2: Havana Part Two. Havana una <laughs> yeah. We're giving you ooh, ooh, more. I don't know. Um, Havana
0: una mas, I
2: think That's it, it. it. Yeah.
1: There's Confessions yeah. Part Two. Yeah.
3: yeah, yeah, that's yeah that's oh, you said that one. Yeah. yeah. Okay, I'm just
1: looking down a list here. That's a great yeah. one, by the way. Confessions Part Two is better than Part One. Oh, absolutely! Yeah,
2: yeah. yeah. I don't even. I, I, to be honest, I don't even think I really knew there was a Part One. I, I assumed that <laughs> yeah. there was a Part One because there was a Part Two. There yeah. could not
0: be a Part One.
2: There is not. There, so- there is no Part One. <laughs> oh, really?
0: Are you sure? <laughs> f- You've been. <laughs> you- oh, Are you sure? 100% you sound like a hundred percent million, 100. million 100. bucks. I don't know. He's a trusting bucks.
2: energy to him. He said. He
0: said earlier today that you know how they say baseball is america's greatest pastime yeah. he said it's not like pastime he said it's to pass the time is what they mean by that and he was a hundred percent sure that's what it was yeah
2: yeah but, well because that started around the depression right all those things like movies and baseballs because but he he, wrong. He it makes make sense
0: but he now owes us a million dollars
2: <laughs> wait but it's not right you're not right past the time past no. time Oh I, well, like yeah. oh, I don't like I th- that. Well, maybe we need to look at the... I thought people people did it to pass the time. Well, yeah. Well, that's what pastime means. But yeah. maybe we
0: should look <laughs> at the origin of pastime, the, the phrase. Yeah. Anyway, this is a meaningless... Definitely We're getting pretty- way off topic. <laughs>
1: Baseball fans are like, it's <laughs>
2: <laughs> the comment section. Yeah. By the way, this will up- be uploaded unedited.
1: No, no not worry. I know you're, that's why we come here still. So Thank we, you. We've learned to say no to some people. And
2: <laughs> By the way, that's important. And I think you should do that because I think at a certain point, you need to control where your words go and who's the vessel for your story Absolutely. because that gives merit and value. You know, if it, it's everywhere and anywhere, then yeah. it loses value because.
1: I mean, that's the biggest struggle for, I feel like, for new artists. And luckily now I feel like there's a, there's an outlet for artists, like their Instagram and their Twitter yeah. feed and their whatever, TikTok or whatever there is you know, where they're just like, I don't need anyone else. I can literally connect to everyone I want to directly through here. Face that's, to that they, they shouldn't use it. But, like, when we started, it was more of, like, you need to do these things because yeah. that's what everyone does. Yeah. And, and we were like, okay, I don't want to not do them and be like, well, that's why you failed. You know what I mean? And, <laughs> yes. and I guess we kind of met in the middle. <laughs> yeah. But I feel like I feel like what big, like,
0: you know, like uh, people, like fashion magazines, uh, like the Rolling Stones of the world, like the opportunity they have is to like create something, not just like report, you know? Like, oh, yeah. like do something cool with artists, you know what I mean? And, and I think they're starting to do that. And, and that's awesome because like I hope, you know, people and people need like, you know journalists and criticism and all that stuff but like you have an opportunity to do dope shit with people like
2: and really help tell, tell a unique
0: story you know like we get who they are we can follow them on instagram mm. you know the- we can read the wikipedia page if we want to know where they're from Van- you know? vanity
1: fair does actually a good job with that stuff generally yeah they like, totally agree. Like, like, even their online stuff like that billy eilish one where they interviewed her like at one stage and then interviewed her like a year was, or two later That was Fascinating. Great. and it was so like cool. this is so cool to see this person like in the, this year trajectory all these things change and she's so charming obviously and it's really you know yeah. like a sweet cool video but yeah, it was just like great job you know what I mean like that was a good piece of content yeah. like I, it wasn't just like so tell you. like why do you call yourself you know like self this and it's like she was, like, telling the story herself, and, like, it was it was sweet. You Let's know? change
2: the interview game, boys. Yeah. Let's change the Let's press change
1: circuit. We should come in here with the interview questions next time for <laughs> you. And then through these questions, we reveal something about ourselves.
2: That's beautiful. Wow. We got a brainstorm so- here. Is that there the
1: Socratic method? I think it is. Yeah, it is. Yeah.
2: I like that, though. Yeah. Because I usually do learn—I mean, even when I talk to somebody, I, l- I always learn about myself at the same time. Mm-hmm. You said something about drops. I just want to go back to it. D- creating songs without a drop, the first time you do that, nervous, right? Yeah.
0: Because well, that was a big thing with Sick Boy, too, is, like, I was so tired of making drops. Like, every song needed to have a musical break, and I was like, I want this to, like, bang, but I don't want it to, like, have, like, this big, like, climax, you know? That's, like, what we've done before.
2: Mm-hmm. But so, do, even in the records that don't have a drop, is there still a drop there in a sense?
0: Uh, no. I mean, the last time we put out Do You Mean It has no drop at all. Like, I can't even think what, what I would even call it to be a drop. But Who Do You Love does
2: who do you love and, and call you
0: mine does mm-hmm.
2: kill you softly
0: kills you slowly doesn't
2: kill you slow i'm sorry kills you slowly yeah no not at all yeah it's a beautiful record
0: yeah so we try to do a little bit of both now like if it needs one it was we have a really cool record coming out that has like one drop at the end of the song and so that's a really cool format probably. yeah yeah i want to say the name of it but
3: is this yeah. album mostly you guys are a lot of collaborations
0: um it's 50 50
1: right yeah I, I probably will end up being a little bit more us okay but right right now it's pretty down the middle i think yeah um, but you know it's like the next th- song is a collaboration.
2: Was "Kill You Slowly" always attended for just you? Yeah, it's your story.
0: Yeah, no, not that one. Got it. Yeah, that was an outside song. We loved it though. So, so relatable. Yeah,
2: but we dress up and play pretend, then we act like we're good again. Yeah. I do things I can't defend. Max wrote that. He was on that. Max. Uh
0: no, Schneider. actually, it sounds kind of like one of his songs. Uh, oh, so that's li- why he gets
2: credit. Down low.
1: Yeah, and he was I a really hear nice it. guy about it. Too. Yeah, it was really cool. Yeah, yeah. good what? karma for him in the music songwriter world. <laughs> yeah, because someone's like, "Yo, yeah, this kind of sounds like it," and it was like, "We're one of the things where you're like, he's a homie. Let's just hit him and he was cool. Deal with this like the f- f- proper Shout way versus Max. like yeah. the crazy, way, you know, like the way where you get sued down the road or something. And I was like, nobody wants pre- press like that.
2: No, yeah. that's called and it's always it, it's never no like on purpose
1: sued. too. You're just like <laughs> we just made the song and you're like I f-ing love it. And then someone's like, "Hey, sounds about this." And you're like. Oh, oh. but he was really, he really cool about it.
2: Karma, kindness, and collaboration. Yeah, Chainsmokers. The four C's. Karma. Karma with the C, though. Yeah, okay. Figure it out. Work on it. Sounds like yeah. Uh, We gotta go. Alex and Drew, the Chainsmokers. Please call you you my featuring guitarist. Thanks for hanging. This podcast is part
3: of the Zach Sang Show Podcast Network.